Welcome to the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast. My name is Ron Caroni, your Saskatchewan mortgage professional. Today we sit down with real estate investor, entrepreneur, and business owner, Amanda Bolin. Amanda shares a lot of great notes if you're looking at getting into investing here in Saskatchewan. Enjoy. You're listening to the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast, where we chat with real estate experts from across the province to learn what's happening in the real estate market. Here's your host, Ron Caroni. Hi, Amanda. How's it going today? It's going good, Ron. Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for coming on, Amanda. I really appreciate you you taking the time and, and hopping on today. And I'm really looking forward to hearing more about your investing journey. Before we get a little more into that, Amanda, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, you and your family. Well, I am Amanda Bolin. I am based out of Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. I have a husband who is active in real estate alongside me, as well as has his license, Kirk Bolin. And we have three beautiful kids who are a bundle of energy and busy and ready for back to school. So they are five, seven and nine. That's awesome. You guys are very busy. And I remember I sat down with Kirk one time and he took me through everything that you guys do. And before we get further into it, can you tell us about all the different little ventures that you guys have and that you run? Yeah. So we have, like you said, a nice sprinkling. (laughs) Uh, Real estate is our passion. So a lot of it revolves around that. We do multifamily, commercial multifamily real estate. Uh, We have a couple 12 unit properties at this time and our looking to keep expanding and growing that that's our prime focus we have a development on the go uh land development so we've you know buy a lot sell acres or splitting off land uh so we've built the infrastructure for that and gone through the whole process of subdividing and alongside of that we're growing um some new construction out of that that we are going to be doing some builds which kind of plays off of our previous stuff that we've done in the fix and flip realm and to keep growing into what we would like to become as larger developers. That's incredible. So before this, I take it you had a huge construction background. You were both very into real estate. What, what did you guys do before real estate was a big part of your life? Well, before real estate was a part of our lives, I was actually a stay-at-home mom for a number of years. Um, before that, I was in the mining industry. So I ran heavy equipment, whether that was big dozers or you know rock trucks or those kinds of things. Cool. Yeah, it was a little different. I had I did some trucking, you know, paving, you know, <laughs> typical real estate investors, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Kirk had his business since 2006. He fired up independently, but he's been a welder. Um, and so he's a journeyman Red Seal welder. And he has run his own business and has been very entrepreneurial uh, for over 15 years now. So you guys were really hardworking. There was a, a splash of entrepreneurial spirit there. But what got you into real estate and what's kind of started this journey for you, Amanda? I think it's something we've always been kind of passionate about. You know, we didn't understand real estate as a whole and how many different directions there are or exactly what it could become. Uh, but we kind of got the idea, you know, years ago, you know, we wanted to get into fix and flips and that's what we wanted to do. We love design. So it was kind of like this natural progression. And then as we started exploring that and like diving into the mechanics of it, we discovered an entire new world. And one of the things we stumbled across was actually the business of multifamily real estate. And so that kind of caught us, the business plan behind it, where we were like, that's the direction we want to head one day. Hmm. And we didn't see it as something that we could immediately jump into. It was something that eventually we would get there, eventually we would build to it. 
And um, as we learned and kept diving into the business and how the process is and, and surrounded ourselves around other people heading in that direction or already doing what we wanted to do, we realized we didn't have to wait nearly as long as we thought we'd have to wait to take that bigger step as some people would think it is. Wow. And so when you were first starting out there, Amanda, what was the key driver to getting you into that? Obviously, it's always nice to make a little money when you're putting all this effort in, but was it a lifestyle thing? Was it strictly about just making a little extra cash? What was the initial driver? Well, Kirk was heavy into oil and gas. And as we all know, Saskatchewan, Alberta, we've all struggled with oil and gas for a number of years. And so we had stayed stable through kind of the, I'll say the collapse or the breakdown of the industry. Um, but it kind of came to a head when he had a project go completely south. So he had worked on a project for several months and then the company decided to skip out on paying all of their trades. And so we were stuck in this position. It was kind of like, we have just been like getting by and doing like, you know, what we know to do um, for quite some time, a couple of years. And it was just as like, suddenly like, oh my gosh, we can't do this anymore. Right. And so where we weren't completely out, we had some options. Um, it was about to get very uncomfortable and we were, weren't sure if we'd ever get paid from that project. And we kind of washed it off as we never would. And so in that moment, I said to my husband, we have two choices right now. We can, you know, sell everything and, you know, we'll have some liquidity and we'll be fine and just kind of like eat it or we could do our first flip. <laughs> so, and so we had talked for it for a number of years and we, and the biggest reason we hadn't done it was our reason was we always didn't have the time to do it. And I was like, basically there was no big projects coming up. It was sounding pretty dry in terms of work and all of the connections. Um, we knew a number of people who had lost their, their businesses or just different things. And so, I mean, it was kind of bleak. And so we just decided when our back was against the wall to actually dive in, we had run the numbers. We knew what we needed to do. It was just a matter of taking that first step. So mm. essentially what was kind of a crappy moment wound up being the catalyst for everything that we're doing now because it pushed us into action. What a great perspective on that side. That, that was obviously an incredibly stressful period of your life. And to have that switch over and, and become this very positive thing now, what, what an incredible story and journey there. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's kind of one of those things where you just, when you look at it a different way and that's, we, we look at it when we look back, it's kind of one of those things that we just kind of look at it as like bittersweet where right. it's like, wow, if that never happened, would we have done, or would we even be close to where we are now? And I don't, I don't know that would it be. That, that's a real perspective thing. Uh, Amanda, for those of uh, us who don't know, uh, if you, uh, if we were to look at where you're primarily investing now, where would it be? We are primarily investing in the Saskatoon market uh, in the multifamily space. And so we love the area. It's a great outlook for the future. It brings cash flow now. Um, it's a stable market. You know, there isn't big swings. Um, but yes, right now we're heavily focused in the Saskatoon area. Are there any other key factors to Saskatoon that make it a good place? Like why not go to Regina or Edmonton or Calgary or invest outside of the province? Are, are there any specific reasons why you're choosing to invest closer to home? Well, yeah, I think um, it's convenient. But beyond that, it's actually a great place to invest right now. Our population is growing. We're still in the top town in Canada for population growth, which my mind is blown by that. With everything that's been hit with all of our natural resources and things like that, people are still flooding into Saskatoon right now. And we're seeing that in the rental industry right now. Vacancy rates have been steadily declining. 
you know, we had uh, years of flat rents after significant decreases after 14 and 15. Um, we had a couple years of flat rents, and then now it's been on the steady uptick in a healthy way, I would say. So we got declining vacancies. We've got increasing rents from a low spot, which is a great time to get into a market cycle. Um, and the job growth future here, we're hearing about BHP pumping a ton into the Humboldt area, which Saskatoon gets a lot of spinoff from that with industry. Um, the tech industry is starting to take off in Saskatoon, where it's you know a bit different of a market, and it's something new that the tech industry is willing to expand. And there's some great homegrown companies that are growing here. Uh, you know, with schools opening back up post-secondary. We've seen another massive flood that we didn't get last year, which is now kind of, I would say, amplifying the fact that we've been growing and it wasn't as visible. Uh, so it's just like there's a ton of layers of great things happening in Saskatoon that I think it has a really good position for the future. That's awesome. Um, uh, a quick uh, uh, turnaround here, Amanda. So you're at the point now where things are, uh, I would say, rolling nicely for you. You have lots of projects on the go, little businesses. Uh, what makes investing fun for you at this stage? Now that you, you're in it for a little while, why not just say, you know what, let's just steady the whole thing out, find some managers, and we're going off to the beach. What, what, what keeps you kind of going and into it here? Um, you know, it's kind of funny. We, Kirk and I talk, we talk about retirement and we laugh about it because like, we can't see ourselves retiring. And that doesn't mean we're going to work like dogs forever or things like that, but it's just, it's something that we just enjoy doing. It's the thrill of the hunt. I enjoy the process of the acquisitions. I like to find those little nuggets or hidden gems. Um, you know, something that you just, you know, maybe are looking at it in a slightly different angle. Uh, so I don't know if it's that whole like inquisitive side, but I just that's the whole thrill of the chase, I'll call it for for real estate. So we have large goals in terms of what we want to build in portfolios. And um, we see ourselves doing more large scale developments in the future. And so all of this is just kind of building. And so for us, we just see ourselves building little blocks to kind of create that future like foundation. That's really awesome. And I think a lot of people get lost if they're just working at a job that they don't really like, that they think that retirement and not doing anything is the goal. And I think everyone that I talk to who who gets to the stage of being able to retire at a potentially younger age is retirement of doing nothing and just golfing is not the goal. It's really all about being able to take more chances on things that you're a little bit more passionate about or having more time to work on things that you really want to do. Because if you talk to a lot of people who do retire, doing nothing is not fun. I, I think so. I think it, it sets in boredom. And so I think the key is lifestyle flexibility. So if you have to show up at your job, but you don't, you know, you might be, maybe you like your job. But maybe you like something else slightly more then yeah, it will become a drag doing what you're doing. So I think it's really just finding a way that whatever your passion is, is incorporating it. And I, I would say for ones that do still have a nine to five job, look at it as a launching pad. And, you know, where is this going to take me and what is this building for me that I can have a future and doing something on the side alongside that so it starts to grow. So, I, you know, I get a lot of questions about leaving jobs and, you know, because we are fully self-employed and we have been for a number of years. Um, and I just always want to say, like, don't rush it. Like, I had a great job before we had um, before I stayed home with the kids. And um, we had prepared ourselves before I left my job. I worked, it was a fantastic job in the mining industry. Um, 
but we had planned our life so that when it was time for me to leave my job, it wouldn't be as uncomfortable. And um, that's not to say it didn't kind of like, oh, that's a difference. <laughs> um, but at the same time, it's like if you're seeing your job as just being miserable and you, you want to be out, flip the, the thought process on it and say, like, what do I need to build and how can what I'm doing right now help me build what I want? And so if you've got a high paying job, especially, or something that you can grow in, and that will help give you that flexibility to pivot in the future, definitely use that to like launch off, but see it as a platform rather than a burden. Totally. Use it as that launch pad to get you to that next stage, not the thing that's dragging you down currently. Yes. Uh, Amanda, if we were looking at things that you're currently looking for out in the real estate market, how can people help you in your business? Multifamily. <laughs> Um, so it's, it's a, it's a tough market in the sense of it's competitive and there's a lot of fish in the, in the sea. Um, but yes, if somebody knows of someone who's looking to get out of the multifamily space, whether they're just tired of it, you know, we've purchased buildings now from two sets of older couples. Um, and so that's kind of who we've been purchasing from. So if you know somebody who's looking to wind down their portfolio or is thinking, or you may think maybe eventually they would, we would love to be about a part of the conversation early to help with the exit strategy. So we are open to taking on more units. We are ready to actively pursue some more. So that's something we are after is good quality um, multifamily in great areas. And that's our number one thing. We're okay with some, some value add needs. Uh, but it, we're definitely firm on good communities. Location, location, location. 100%. <laughs> uh, Amanda, I've been asking everyone who comes on the podcast this question. If you could go back and give a younger version of yourself a little bit of advice, what would that advice be? I'd say work on your mindset. And, I, and I'd say that we have good mindset, but um, be okay with being uncomfortable a whole lot sooner. And be open to learning and pick up Rich Dad, Poor Dad a whole lot sooner. <laughs> Definitely. Wonderful. Amanda, if people did want to get in contact with you, how can they follow you? You have a great Instagram. If anyone's not following you yet on there, I would highly suggest it. Uh, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at Multifamily Amanda. And I share the process right from the beginning of our journey and through commercial real estate on if someone else is interested in learning more about multifamily, it's a great resource. So thank you for the shout out there. Wonderful. Anything else to add, Amanda, before we wrap it up here? No, thank you. I appreciate being on today. And I look forward to more people in Saskatchewan being open to new possibilities and where their future can take them a whole lot sooner. 100%. Thanks so much for coming on today, Amanda. I'm sure we're going to get you and Kirk back on again, because I really love what you both are doing. I really love your guys' mindset and how you're kind of uh, helping expand the minds of a lot of people even around you. So, so thank you for all that you're doing here and uh, best of luck in the future. Okay, thank you. Thanks again to Amanda for coming on the program. If you like this episode, be sure to show your support by hitting the like and subscribe button. Until next week, I'm Ron Caroni, your Saskatchewan mortgage professional. This has been the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast. If you like this episode, find more information and episodes on our Facebook and YouTube pages. If you'd like to be a guest or have a conversation you'd like to learn more about, let us know by messaging the show on Facebook. Thanks for listening.